You know, th this has been commented on, uh, mentioned in a bunch of places. I haven't had a chance yet to comment on it. It was uh, this economic advisor for Biden talking about the liberal order. May maybe you missed it. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. The phone number, 833-GOT-TONY. Uh, you know, everyone tells me, Tony, you should, you should take... You should take more calls. And I'm like, I, I, I put out the number often. I, 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 but I get on a roll and I'm on a thing. But I, I'm, I'm always open. I'm always open to it. 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. It was this from Brian Deese from the National Economic Council. And he made uh, this statement on CNN. National intelligence, uh, they said that this could be a long ye a war measured in years. And I think everybody understands why this is happening, but is it sustainable? What do you say to those families who say, listen, we can't afford to pay four eighty-five a gallon for months, if not years. This is just not sustainable. Well, what you heard from the president today was a clear articulation of the stakes. This is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. But at the same time, what, what possibly could be the conversation about a, a liberal world order? What does that mean? And, and we, we must understand how, how they view the word liberal might be different than a, uh, uh, an American political liberal when we're talking about world liberal order. But I must start with it with, it, with a basic premise that my opposition to global government is never ending and never yielding. I don't care about France. Yeah, I think the French are lovely people. I thank you for the food and for the Statue of Liberty. Also, Lafayette, really appreciate the help. I don't mind being friends. I mean, you know, not the kind of friend that hangs out every day, but the friend that sees each other once or twice a year when we're out to dinner and we, we happen to have a drink at the bar together. Oh, we have a couple of good laughs, and then we realize, you know what? This is why we don't hang out all the time. And then take it easy. See you later. You know, best uh, to, the, to, to, the, to the missus. You know, kiss, kiss, love, love. All right, both cheeks, both cheeks. Yes, it's very exciting. I'm not angry at France. They've chosen how to live their lives. I am just not interested in living the life they've chosen. I am interested solely and exclusively in the American way of life. It's what my interest is, what my value is. It's, it's what I see as important. I believe it works better. I can appreciate the other cultures. I didn't argue there isn't something you couldn't learn from the other cultures at moments. I'm arguing that I don't want to adopt their life and their lifestyle. Nor do I want to adopt the idea that there's ever the moment that we aren't interested in American sovereignty first. The one, the one place where I think Trump got it right more than anything else was this idea of America first. It's, an, it's, about an, it's about a recognition that we need to take care of ourselves. When we talk about the border and people coming across uh, the, the, the border, I favor legal immigration. I favor legal immigration at all times. Anybody who favors illegal immigration, anyone who favors open borders, anyone who favors teaching people how to lie at the border and claim a refugee status, hates the nation that they live in. Now, I didn't say that my view of border policy, 
of legal immigration might be different than your view of legal immigration. That's what elections are for. That's what debate is for. That's what we do. But if we go to the place, the most baseline place where we agree, we agree with legal immigration and we oppose illegal immigration. So when you find people who favor illegal immigration by screaming things like no person is illegal, well, that's a person who doesn't believe in America first. That's a person who is wrong. And that's a person who needs to not have any power. And if other nations want to try and push pressure upon the United States uh, to, to say, you should have more open borders, you should be more open, you should be more welcoming, I am not interested in how France and Germany view it. Because I believe that France and Germany have shown great examples of why an unfettered immigration policy is so bad. Liberal world order set people on fire. And I get it. I get why that is, because as, as a term, it is so awful, and what it represents is so incredibly, incredibly dangerous. But it's not the only thing going on. Your car's seatbelt, safety miracle or decapitation nightmare? What is the connection between rain and farming? The answer may surprise you. Heroin, sex, machine guns flamethrowers, murder. There's no story here. We've just found that ratings go up when we say those words. It's time for the worst headline of the day. Subway employee killed another injured over too much mayo. I, this isn't funny. Shots were fired at a Subway sandwich shop in Atlanta. A customer got upset over the amount of mayonnaise that was put on their sandwich. Things escalated and two employees were shot. Tell me more about how the gun is the problem here. When you're shooting somebody over mayo, you're the problem here. Your inability to deal with, uh, with uh, adversity is the problem. And you think mayo isn't an adversity. It might be an inconvenience, but it sure as hell is not an adversity just isn't when people talk about guns are the problem they have absolutely no clue what they are talking about they are coming from a place of all emotion and no facts all um childlike uh feelings and nothing data-driven now, you say to me, Tony, not everybody's childlike. There are plenty of adults out there who've lost their kids and they want to do something about it. Let's take some of the parents out of Parkland. I don't know every parent's name. I know that many of them are very, very vocal in being anti-gun. I put forth to you that what happened to their children is beyond horrible and I have no way of connecting with it. Zero. I have absolutely no way to connect with it at all. I wouldn't let them take away my Second Amendment rights or that of my parents or that of my children ever. No matter what happened to their daughter or to their son, I will not allow it to put my children or my parents at risk. I talk about it all the time. My father's 84. My mother just turned 75. Diane is 75. 
And they both carry a firearm because their hips don't work, because their knees don't work, because if they get attacked in a, in a, in a supermarket going to their car, they are the soft target. Old people walking slow with bad knees. And the argument from the anti-gun zealots is that they should not be able to defend themselves. And if you tell me that my father shouldn't have to defend himself against an attacker with a gun if that person has no gun, allow me to ask you, how is he going to defend himself? The man doesn't have any shoulders left to throw a punch. He knows it. He's pretty upset by it, by the way. Oh, aging is... He doesn't mind the age. He minds that the body is not listening to his brain. I, th I think a lot of people can, can uh, relate to that. So he should rely on his ability to throw a punch that he can't throw? What a ridiculous thing to say. And when someone is shooting two employees over mayonnaise on a sandwich or a lack thereof, that has nothing to do with guns. It has nothing to do with firearms at all. And right now, as we're talking about firearms, uh, and, and the, the, the shooting took place in, in, in Illinois, et cetera, um, it's just another reminder that these people are not engaged and involved in a, in a level of, of, of seriousness. This is the mayor of Chicago, of all people, Lori Lightfoot. What, what feels like it's happening in this moment in our democracy is people are losing respect for the institutions of our democracy. Right. Uh, you know, you've heard the superintendent talk over and over again about the number of officers in full uniform, in their squad cars that are being shot at. That says to me that the people who are acting so brazenly have no, not only no respect for themselves, but they don't have respect for the, an institution like the police department who men and women every single day on every watch are literally risking life and limb for our safety. This is the same woman last week who in front of a crowd screamed F Clarence Thomas. And now she's questioning the toxicity in our public discourse. This is happening in real time, guys. I couldn't make this up. I could not write this kind of insanity. Salvador Dali says, damn, that's absurd. That's the level of crazy we're at right now. F. Clarence Thomas. And now we're losing respect for the institutions of our democracy. No kidding. Cultural decline, cultural decay. That is the story. That's the entirety of the story. And until we address that, we, are, we, 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 we got nothing. Until we address that, we've got nothing. Now, if you want more sign of the, one more sign of the apocalypse, uh, I discussed yesterday that Minions did like $120 million at the box office. Little yellow Tic Tac looking dudes, like mini Twinkies with Gru and everything else. That's Minions. 
and I, I, it's crazy that this movie did so well. And then producer Ari says, uh, you, you don't know about the tuxedos. And I'm like, what in the hell are you talking about? I don't know about the tuxedo. Follow this story. Just another reason why you need to know what your kids are doing on the tickety talks. They don't call it the tickety talks. I did right there. They do now. I'm that much of an influencer. Hot damn. Look, look at me. So there's a trend growing on TikTok. So the movie comes out. It's the rise of Gru, and people love Gru. Uh, if, I, if I could do a Gru impression, I would do one right now. Can you do a Gru impression? Hello, Tony. Is that Gru or no. is that Borat? No, it's, I, it's nothing, is that's it? That's nothing. Oh, that's nothing. off microphone now. Yes. Uh, that is Yuri from Stranger Things. I was very, very close to them both. Gru is a little more, I, you know what? I can't do it. I'm not going to do it on air. I need to practice. I'll practice. I'll get back to you. So there's a trend on TikTok, and it's happened on Twitter, that decided that you should attend the movie Minions, The Rise of Gru, in style. You should wear a tuxedo, and it's got hashtag gentle minions. The hashtag has over 5 million views on TikTok. Even more so... Universal Pictures put out to everyone showing up to Minions in Suits, we see you and we love you. So you have this group of teens, 20-somethings, all suited up going to see the movie. And so people want to be in on the gag. So here is Minions that already has a huge following. Being the beneficiary, what is this social media value? So um, the the first guy to do this was a teenager in Sydney, Australia. He was on TikTok. That video, 8.5 million views. Every movie studio in America is sitting in a room right now thinking, how can we get this? And the answer is, you can't. You can't. You can't. There's no formula. Zero. But Universal Pictures has made... I don't know if it, it would, it would, if it would equate to a billion dollars in free advertising, but I don't know if I would be surprised. What does that relate to in just sheer dollar for dollar? At least, and, and, that's, and I think that's a more reasonable number. At least $100 million. It's incredible. Just one little weird bit of social media and people are like, you know what? I can do that. I, I One of the things that I think works in, in, in a viral world is how easy is it for people to do? I've said this about, do you remember when uh, Chick-fil-A was under attack for uh, the, the CEO supported same-sex marriage and, oh, they're a bigoted place and people are like, I'm going to support Chick-fil-A. So, and it was a very easy thing to do because all you had to do was go to Chick-fil-A. All people had to say to themselves is, I'm going to have dinner anyway. You mean I can get dinner for the family and be supportive if I go on a Tuesday? I was living in Los Angeles at the time. I've told this story before. So I was in the Northridge area. The line for Chick-fil-A, north of Los Angeles, but still uh, in Los Angeles, San Fernando Valley, was 100 cars deep, never mind who was in the store. And everybody was thrilled because they just wanted to be supportive. And look how easy it was. All right, I'll wait in line for 20 minutes, but I'll get to tell everybody I did it. You won't believe where I am. You're putting it on social media. It was easy to do. And thus they did it.
This one was easy to do. We'd be like, oh, wait, I can just put on a suit. Mom, can I borrow one of Dad's ties? And that's all it took. And you got to be part of one of the cool kids. Crazy. I hope the movie's good. I, I like the Minions. They make me, they make me laugh. I'm Tony Katz.